All right, welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua. And man, I feel like I haven't recorded in a while. I don't know what was taking place over the past couple of weeks, but it's been a while. And I'm so glad to be back. And we're going to finish this uh, series or season um, today. And and this was 10 episodes of us basically um, you know, talking about transformation. And this is not all the ways. These are just the ways that I feel led to talk about. Of course, we always talk about the main four pillars, right? Worship, prayer, um, reading the word, and hearing the word. This is aside from that. This is just other things that I feel like have been revealed to me um, throughout my walk with Jesus. And um, and I, I even if one of these can stick um, from this place and this seed, I believe will grow much fruit in many branches. Um, and I believe that that it'll it'll you know, give you a greater intimacy with the Lord and um, in your walk with Christ as you pursue him throughout your life. Um, he's going to work um, through you and you will experience joy and peace. And uh, and from that, I believe that uh, life is beautiful with him. Um, it's the only place that you want to be. But um, today, what we're going to be talking about is abiding. This is the last transformational thing is to abide, to simply stay with him, um, not venture off, um, you know, doing things out of your own flesh, um, trying to make things happen that are clearly not meant to happen. And I think you'll know that as you grow in intimacy with him, as you, as he f- Christ is formed inside of you, you really start to learn, um, and your your heart calls out to and cries out for these things that are of God. And uh, there are definitely um, some temptations that will come into your life to stray away from His calling on your life. Um, and ultimately, that starts with, like I talked in the last part, with us dying. Um, we have to really learn what our, the desires of the flesh are inside and what God's desires are inside. And there has to be a separation between the two um, and just massive prayer and uh, understanding. Um, you know, I always try to put it into um, just some type of understandable terms. And, uh, and this is what I'm always going to go to because this is currently what I'm experiencing, right? So the desire for a wife or you know a, a partner whatever etc um it can be godly but it can also be fleshly um and this is a pursuit where i i know i know what god wants for me but i also know what my flesh would would specifically want of course i've crucified and, and killed off most of that right um a lot of that to where I can't, I know that there is a flesh inside of me and he wants a relationship, but I know that there's something in me that's godly that wants a relationship as well, right? So I think there's a line in between the two where, you know, like the Bible says, right? Right, how his word divides flesh and spirit. And I think understanding what is of the flesh and what is of the spirit helps us in pursuit. Um, and where I am 
I know I can't settle. I know I need, you know, like, I know I need a woman of God that loves, is madly in love with Jesus, and I cannot settle for anything less. And I know that there may be points in times where there may be a woman that goes to church, but isn't necessarily in love with Jesus. Um, my relationship with Jesus needs to be so important or is so important that I have to die to the desire of of a woman unless um, she is in love with Jesus. Hopefully that makes sense. I could go into a greater depth, but I want you to understand basically the difference between in pursuit, how one can be fleshly and one can be godly, right? And um, man, I don't even know where I was going with this. I'm supposed to be talking about a Biden. <laughs> but, um, you know, basically like the calling on your life, right? And, and, and abiding in him and how um, that pertains to our pursuit. Um, abiding in him is knowing his will and, and his will and his desire for us and staying there in that, right? Not reaching out of that for things that are not going to matter in the future, right? I know someone just spoke to me. I can't remember who it was. And he said, you know, is this going to matter in a thousand years? I can't remember who said that. Someone told me that I was talking to them, but I was besides the point. You know, we need to, we we need to have an eternity, a kingdom mindset, and and ultimately, you know, whenever Paul talked about in in the Corinthians about you know, um, in a, in in a relationship, you just don't want to be in one where you're looking um, at worldly things um, and how to please your wife. You know, when he talks about that and how he talks about the married to live, and I talk about this all the time because it's something that that's really hitting me and has brought revelation to me and helped me um, steadfast in. Um, this area of my life where, um, you know, he says everything to the married live as though as you are not. He, but he's pointing to undivided devotion unto the Lord. That's what it's about. But all right, abide. So we're going to be in John, of course. Where are we going to be at? We're going to be in John 15. Come on. Like, really? Come on. I'm the true vine. Oh, this is good. You know, I was looking. I just bought a new Bible and uh, I bought a Skylar Bible. I kind of splurged and, and, uh, it's so beautiful and it smells wonderful. And uh, I just started, started, this is where I started reading for this podcast. And I got so much revelation out of it. And I was just looking at my old Bible. I have it um, open next to me, my, my old Bible. It's the one that I'm still going to take. Um, this is the one that I'm going to use at home after I finish reading this one. I'm almost done going through this whole Bible. Um, I've had it for the past three years. So it served me good three or four years or so. Um, and I'm almost, I, I only, I don't read, well, I read, all over the place, but I'm also reading through it. Um, and I am in, what am I in? I'm in, I'm almost done with the Old Testament, but I already ran read through the new and the old in this Bible. And I am in, uh, what am I in? I'm in Daniel. So I don't have much left um, to finish it. And then once I finish it, I'm going to jump into this one and start doing everything in this one, both of my different studies that I, I do. But, um, I want to finish this one out. And I was looking at my notes on John 15 and I was like, man, these, I have one that's really like, yeah, that's good. Like the rest, I'm like, eh, um, to see me grow in my, uh, um, just understanding of the scriptures. It's beautiful. Um, and it really, it, it really humbles me because I remember where I was here and now where I'm at here. And it's like, 
you know, just the the the, the spirit of wisdom and revelation that drops on you um, the more that you pursue Christ is beautiful. Then the scriptures start to um, really uh, leap out and bring even more understanding than they did back then. But let's read. Um, so it says, this is Jesus, right? He says, I am the true, oh, hold on, John 15, 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Okay, so think about this for a second. Jesus is the vine. His Father is the one, is, is the cultivator, is the, 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 ah, like it's so good, the artist. The, we could think about this in so many different beautiful ways. I love the Bible. It's so amazing. It's like, ah. Okay, so he's the vine dresser. Every branch, so the branch is us, right? He is the vine. We are the branch, okay? Father is the vine dresser. Sorry, let me mute my phone. All right. Every branch in me, okay, so this is us, that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. Okay? So we know what pruning is, right? It's take it back and then, you know, it, it, it grows even more. It does. It looks even more beautiful. It produces even more fruit, right? Um, everything needs pruning um, to... It's, it's like taking care of it, right? Um, taking care of, of the, the tree or the, you know, whatever it is that we're pruning. In this case, it's us, okay? It says that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean. So hold on, let's stop here. So the beauty in this is, this is not of your own doing. He does this, and this could be going through circumstances, situations, just simply abiding and learning from him. Ah, it's so good. Um, You know, knowing that this the ability to bear more fruit is not on you is it is like how do you explain it it's relieving it's him when he says come to me all who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke on you and learn from me for i'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, right? Um, it's that. Let him take care of it, okay? So, all right, let's go back. He says, listen to this. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Why is that in there? Why is that in there? For me, this is like, like recognizing your with your standing with God and with him knowing that that this 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 even takes off even more striving right you are already clean the word because of the word that he that has been spoken to you right so not is this the word of God it's Jesus as well cuz Jesus said they say well not they say right is that the beginning of uh, John is it not let me look real quick i'm pretty sure it is um, da, 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 da. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Luke, John. I went way too far. Look at me. Um, yes, John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word 
was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Ah, this is so good. Oh, chills just from reading that. All right, I need to stop. So, Jesus is also the Word. The Word is also the Word of God. Okay? It's the one that divides, right? He says, Already you were clean because of the Word that I have spoken to you. His Word, right? Think about in the beginning when God breathed life into you, right? That's life, His breath, His Word spoken. Whenever I think of speak, I think of breath. Like, mm, okay? So you are clean. Knowing that you are clean, it's going to help you bear even more fruit. Oh my goodness, knowing that your conscience is cleansed, your fear of man and fear of everything else is going to fall off right now in Jesus' name. You know, knowing you are clean, just that simple revelation is going to produce so much fruit in your life. Because you're not going to draw back thinking that you're less than, or you're not good enough, or etc. right? Oh, so good. All right. So, you're already clean. He says, abide in me, which means just rest. Rest in him. Closeness to him. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. The branch's ability to produce fruit is dependent upon its connection to the vine. Shut that up. Listen, that's, ah, the, your ability to produce fruit is dependent upon your connection to the vine. Okay? Matthew 12, 34. Oh, we're holding. We're getting ahead. We're getting ahead of ourselves right here. All right. Hold on. Okay. Part of you can do nothing. All right. Verse 6. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words... Ab so listen to the ifs, right? So this is something we have to do. This is, we're talking about the transformation here, right? This is how you are transformed. You, 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 you act on these ifs, okay? If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Okay, let's think about his words again. Jesus is in you, right? He says, abide in me and I in you. His words in you. Okay? So if his word, that's what I was going to say. Matthew 12, 34, it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when you ask whatever you wish, it's out of what is in your heart. And if what is in your heart are his words, <laughs> you're speaking his words back to him and it's going to be done. It's because it's his word. 
and it's Jesus. And it's, ah! <laughs> oh, man. This, this, ah, uh, this chapter is good. It's good. Okay. All right. <laughs> if you invited me on words of Biden, you ask me what you should be able to. Okay, so it says, by this, by what? You abiding in him and his words abiding in you. By this, my father, Abba, is glorified that you, Abba is glorified, okay? That you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Okay, that's an action. That's something you need to do. Verse 9, as the father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. Abide in my love, he says. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. The revelation of the parable of the true vine is unto his joy being in us and the revelation that we are in him and he is in us. Your ability to abide is going to produce great joy. It's going to produce great joy. There's so much in there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop there because I, I thought that that was beautiful. The Lord showed up. My goodness. Um, let's pray and jump out. Awesome. God. Abba. Father. Thank you. Thank you that apart from you, I can do nothing. Thank you that you are working in me. And, and I just have to abide and be a son. May your words abide in us, Lord. May we desire your words to abide in us. May we be like David where he says, your word I have hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you, that I may not be disobedient. Out of the wellspring of my heart, my mouth speaks. May, 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 may you be in us and may what is spoken out of us glorify you. Lord, we are a part of the true vine. Jesus, thank you for your son. Thank you for what he's done for us. Thank you for writing the law on our hearts. So now we desire to do it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Ah, we're going to end it there. Um, I don't know what we're going to do for next season. Um, I know the Lord's going to reveal it. So I just have to trust him. And I trust him. And uh, I don't know if we're going to take some time off. Right now it's December. Christmas is coming. And uh, I'm just, I'm so ready. Um, 
for the end of the year. I'll be at end of year Maranatha if anybody is there. Um, I'll be there. Um, in Dallas, uh, Trinity Church, I believe. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be beautiful. I'm going to get baptized in the Holy Ghost for the I don't know how many many of the time. <laughs> um, I'm going to receive new revelation and fresh eyes. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be glorious. Uh, I hope you are there um, too and that you get wrecked by his love for you and that you are forever changed and uh, you are a pursuer of Christ. Um, Thank you for listening. Please just share this podcast. Follow um, the the Instagram Kadash Podcast, uh, where you can stay updated with more stuff. Um, and I just thank you. Um, and and I hope this season was transformational in your life. Um, I really hope that it bears much fruit in your life because we were created for Him by Him, and there's nothing greater than Him. You know, uh, but yeah, I'll see y'all guys in the next season.